Welcome to the Holistic Ease Podcast. I am your host, Erin Oberlander, Certified Holistic Aromatherapist, Herbalist, Holistic Health Expert, and Modern Homesteader. This podcast is where you can come to learn and be inspired about a wide variety of topics, all related to holistic lifestyle. Drawing upon ancient wisdom from Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, modern sciences, as well as the art of aromatherapy, we start to connect more deeply with our innate wisdom and our inner voice. Nutrition, essential oils, herbs, spirituality and faith, movement, seasonal living, permaculture, and an occasional digression into the land of the weird and funny, all these things we candidly and honestly discuss here. Why? Because I believe it shouldn't be hard to live a life closer to the cycles of nature that improves your quality of life, health, and relationships. So come along with me and let's learn together how to live a holistic lifestyle with ease. Welcome back, friends. I am so excited. I have such a special treat for you today. My guest today is Chelsea Brown. She's a friend of mine I met at a conference here in North Dakota, and she has the most incredible story about how she overcame the dark night of her soul and a really hard time in her life by renewing her relationship with exercise and with movement. She is a mom. She is a gym manager. She is a very busy woman, and she has some incredible insights to share with you today about how we can have a healthy relationship with our bodies and a healthy relationship with exercise. So welcome, Chelsea. I know that you're going to help so many people with your story and inspire so many. So why don't you just share with us a little bit of your background and especially what was going on a few years ago when you found the gym and when you sort of found yourself through movement? Absolutely. So um, before I had my second child, so I was a very young mother, I had my first kid at 19, and then I actually went right into my dream job in law enforcement and was a deputy sheriff, which I absolutely loved. That's so awesome. But then I found out I was pregnant with my second child, and he had severe spina bifida. Um, with that, I actually had to leave my dream job, and mm. that just kind of raised some issues with myself mentally, um, mm. just challenging myself there. Mm-hmm. And then after having him in Denver, where he had to be born, um, we moved to a really small town in North Dakota where I knew no one, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a job. Um, I was just stuck in a little two-bedroom apartment with my, my kids, and I just kind of blame myself for my son's issues mm. because of course I was a young mom and that's just how I was viewing it at the time. Yeah. Um, didn't have anybody there to help me through anything. And I actually um, went from 130 pounds to 230 pounds. It was very, very, yeah, I was very, I didn't very know hard. that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So I was, I was super depressed and just kept mm. blaming myself for everything and mm. I just didn't think I had anybody in the world and um, was told that I needed to be put on uh, depression medication and mm. I just didn't think as a mother that I should do that okay. and so I just decided I needed to take a leap and I was definitely afraid of the gym because I didn't know what I was doing so I actually purchased T25 and worked out at home by myself for a couple months until I was like you know what my my mentality is different my perception's different I have a whole different mindset hmm. my depression had mostly gone away which wow. was super amazing without any medication wow 
And so I decided to take the leap and I went and got a gym membership and started researching everything on my own from YouTube videos to podcasts to everything that I could think of. And I would do a lot of trial and error and Mm -hmm. see what worked best for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then I actually got down to about 135 pounds and I got pregnant with my third and final child. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a a healthier pregnancy. My Mm. body was healthy. My mind was healthy. I had a wonderful pregnancy with her. And after that, going back to the gym was not as big of a challenge. Mm. Um, Yes, having the kids, it was challenging. So I definitely had to change up my routine, Mm -hmm. um, having the baby. But once I got into that routine, it just went super smoothly with me and my mindset came back completely and started doing some more research and just doing more of what I love. This is so amazing on so many levels. And I want to just commend you, first of all, for listening to that inner voice that told you that for you, the depression medication was not right. One of the things that I emphasize greatly, and especially with women, is that we need to start tuning into our intuition, into our inner knowing, and somehow you were able to do that. And that doesn't mean that depression medication is wrong for somebody else, but you knew that for yourself at that time, that wasn't the answer. And you went and you found your answers, and that is just amazing. (laughs) You took control. Yeah, and that's hard in a situation where, okay, so you have a child with special needs, you have another child, you are coming off of a pregnancy, you have gained all of this weight, like there could have been so many excuses and so many reasons that you would have given yourself just to continue down that downward spiral of darkness and depression. But there was something there that helped you to see that there was a different way. And then in that time, where you started that at-home workout to see such a turnaround in your symptoms with how you were feeling, that's also an incredible result. And it just speaks to the fact that exercise is not necessarily about weight loss. There's all of these other benefits that come from it. So, yeah. And so what would you, what would you say to moms um, that are in a similar situation where you were, whether they have a special needs child or they just have kids at home and they're telling themselves, you know, some of the self-talk of, oh, I shouldn't take time for myself or I feel guilty to take time for myself. What do you say to moms that are struggling with that? Because you could have given yourself every excuse. Absolutely. I would say um, if you don't give yourself that time, you're definitely going to go down that spiral and it's really hard to dig yourself out rather than just continue on the path of giving yourself your free time, your own time. Everyone deserves it. Mm-hmm. The kids deserve their own time. You deserve your own time. And if you don't take a stand for it right away, you're just going to go down that same path. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that every single day you need to go to the gym for two hours a day. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the gym three times a week and do full body functional workouts and get all of the benefits. You can also do things at home, get moving, turn that Netflix off, turn some music on, dance with your kids, enjoy that time together and get moving and show them a healthy lifestyle. Because if you don't show them, what are they gonna do when they get older? So seeing a healthy mom and and the healthy mom movement, Mm -hmm. um, it's actually showing them to get up and be better and, and move too. I love this. So here's another challenge that I could see that you probably had is that you're new to this small town. You don't know anybody. You don't have any family around. You have your your husband, your partner. 
How did you create a support system for yourself so that you could start to carve out some of that time? I actually didn't really create a support system. <laughs> I Back then, I mean, there wasn't as much social media. Mm. So this was going, this was the beginning of 2013. Okay. So it's already been like an eight-year process for me. Okay. So back in 2013, I mean, there wasn't much for social media. Mm-hmm. So I actually grew support by following like YouTube influencers, stuff like that, that okay. I found were true. Yeah. So definitely not, not the ones that I would do like the trial and error and be like, okay, like they're, they're not telling me the truth here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would find like those perfect YouTubers and follow them and I would watch them religiously. Mm-hmm. I would do my own research through them and their videos and I would write things down and I know that's not like an actual human support, but for mm-hmm. me, it was like, they are the person helping me. Even though totally. I'm doing all this research on my own, if I didn't have them and their support and the fact that they care so much to put out all these videos, mm-hmm. where would I be? So mm-hmm. their support was really, really big. And then once I felt confident enough in sharing things on Facebook, I grew support there as well with a couple people. I actually have... Um, some friends that I've grown through Instagram too that I've never met that are always there just supporting me day in and day out. And I definitely support them as well. So that's been really awesome to see me grow from some random person on YouTube that I found to be helpful to now like a whole community. That's amazing. So you started out just kind of stoking your own fire, filling your own cup, making sure that you were inspired so you would stay in action. And then over time that grew into community. But what's also been interesting to watch about your journey, Chelsea, is that you are now managing a gym, right? So how did all that occur? (laughs) So uh, I really like helping people. Mm -hmm. Um, And this position became available, and I had been wanting to move to the Dickinson area for quite some time. I just hadn't found the right job for me. Mm -hmm. And I saw this position come available, and what it entailed was signing people up for gym memberships. Okay. But because this Anytime Fitness is so different from all the other ones, we actually have a bunch of programs that come included with our memberships. Okay. And I actually sit down with every single person that come in, and I ask them questions, what their goals are, what their limitations might be, Mm. what their past struggles have been. I get to know them and research them and pick their brains and help them. I'm not just giving them a key to the gym. Yeah. It has been just a big thing for me to want to help people because I did this on my own. Yeah. And knowing that they have me to help them, like they're not going to quit. They're not going to give Mm -hmm. up on themselves after they lose that first motivation. So being able to get them on the in body and show them what their body's made up of and help them with a plan to follow, show them exactly how to do certain forms, show Mm -hmm. them um, what foam rolling can do for their mobility and their movement. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. And then we do have a heart rate system that I I show them. So say they're a busy mom and they only have 30 minutes in the gym. I'm going to show you how to utilize that heart rate system to get the most out of your workout. So coming to this gym it it was a different for me I wasn't Mm. like here's a key right I'm like hey I get to help you so I help people all day long and that's something I've always wanted to do and it literally just makes my heart happy to be able to be there for somebody like nobody was for me yes 
I resonate with that so much. It was the same for me when I started developing a more holistic lifestyle and I had to do all the research and do all of my own self-support just like you did. And I know that having that one-on-one coaching aspect, which is also what I offer now through my work, um, not in exercise, but in holistic lifestyle, having that one-on-one attention, man, you take what would be like three or four years of learning and work and you compress that into a few days of learning of intensive things and discovery process and man you get a lot more bang for your buck that way yes 100 <laughs> percent don't feel so self-conscious doing it or you yeah. don't give up easily at all because yes. you have the knowledge so why not use it totally so you are basically counseling people into starting a new wellness program or rediscovering something about their bodies or their wellness. I bet you are seeing a lot of extra challenging things right now with COVID. So what are some of the excuses that you're seeing people make and how are you helping them overcome those excuses when it comes to movement? So with the COVID, it's, it's really difficult to get people in to oh. actually sign up for the gym membership mm-hmm. because that's when I get to know them and personally feel their struggles. Yes. And know what I can help them with to get towards their goals. Yep. So one thing I've been doing, if they're they're super hard to get in and they just keep using COVID as an excuse, oh, I have two kids and COVID's going on right now, I just can't afford it or I just don't want to come in mm-hmm. because of that. Um, what I do is I call them. I'm like, okay, like if you can't come in, buddy, let's, let's do a Zoom. I'll take you around the gym. I'm going to get to know you. That's amazing. So, yeah, if they can't do a Zoom, I just get them on the phone. I go over all of their goals with them. I write down everything that they're telling me so that I can make sure that I'm helping them in the right way. Mm-hmm. And then I take them through all of our programs and how these programs can help them. Mm-hmm. But I also have a virtual option for them. Oh. I have what's called a virtual coach app. So I okay. can actually talk to them all day long, motivate them, send plans to follow, send them videos and exercises. Um, I have a workout app for them, so it has pre-programmed plans in there. I can build their own workouts in there, and there's a video with every single exercise to show them how to do it. So I can actually send them at-home workouts to do mm-hmm. during COVID if they literally cannot come to the gym because of it. Maybe yeah. they have, like, a immune system or something yep. like that. Yep. Most of the time, they still end up investing in the gym without even looking at it because I can help them virtually, uh-huh. and I will set up meetings with them weekly. Um, I'll have them go over any obstacles that they've had or any struggles that they've had doing this at home. Mm -hmm. So it's really nice to be able to help from a distance as well. Mm -hmm. And then finally meeting them in person is really rewarding. And I feel like I've known them for a really long time and then being able to help them further with their goals when they come in. So, um, once I get them on the phone, they realize that, okay, maybe COVID shouldn't hold me back anymore. And it's only a couple of weeks until they're actually in the gym and I'm showing them how safe it is, how sanitized Mm -hmm. we keep it and how I can actually fully sanitize an area for you and get you all your equipment that you need in one spot and go through those workouts with you so that you feel comfortable. So that's really actually been a good challenge for me. Yeah, so kudos to small business pivoting right there. That's how we do it. And obviously COVID is not an excuse right now in terms of moving our bodies because if we are existing in a space, <laughs> we would be yeah. able to, We would, and if we have internet access in any in any way, shape, or form, we would be able to work with movement with you. So 
Let's back up from COVID and let's look at a bigger picture. So what I find with people, and especially with a lot of women, is that the word exercise, even on its own, can be very triggering. A lot of us have used exercise to punish ourselves. A lot of us have used exercise to try to make up for our sins with food. I'm doing air quotes if you're listening to the podcast. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, people... People really have a lot of misgivings about exercise, but also not the healthiest relationship with it, which is one of the reasons why I tend to use the word movement over exercise. I'm sure you're probably experiencing some of that as well. So where do you think some of those negative feelings toward exercise come from? I definitely think for most people, it comes from past experiences and then giving up on themselves. Mm. So what happens is... They experience a time where they go, they try an exercise, they try something that they think is going to work for them, and they're not getting that instant gratification that a lot of people feel like they need nowadays yeah. in 2021. Yep. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of posts on social media, oh, this happened in 30 days, this happened mm. in 60 days. Yep. That is so untrue, and I, I think that people really get that false hope and that okay. false um, want for instant gratification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, when it comes to exercise and movement, your body's going through so many changes, but so many great changes, um, internally, physically, mentally, they're all getting better, but it takes time. It yeah. takes time for that to happen. So even after a year of exercise or movement, um, you might not see that exact goal that you thought you were going to get in 30 days from that Instagram influencer who's looked like that their whole life. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. (laughs) So that's a a huge false perception that people have is that it comes quickly and it Mm. really does not. I've been at this for eight years years eight years and I'm finally seeing my body do things that I've wanted it to do from the beginning because of all the trial and error all the research all the times that I thought I should get instant gratification no Mm -hmm. it's not there it's not true and the thing is is do you want to be healthy or do you just want to weigh 100 pounds because being healthy means you're, you're gaining more muscle, which is better for your joints. It's the best support for you to have for your joints. It's better for your heart. It's better for your mind. It's better for your internal organs. Mm. So I think people are looking at it wrong. They're looking yeah. at it. They have the wrong motivators. Yes. People go in with false motivation of, I want to look like this other person. I'm sorry, but you're not that person. You're not going to look like them. You have to have a strong motivator in order to get healthy because that's the main reason for exercise and movement is to be healthy, not yes. to be 100 pounds. Yes. Thank you for saying all of that. So, so good. And I feel like we need to hear that message literally every day because there's still, even though culture has gotten much more body positive and we're seeing a lot of healthy shifts towards a better relationship with ourselves and looking at wellness in terms of overall health rather than whatever size jeans that we wear. But there's so much conditioning there that we have to overcome. So how have you helped to connect people with that motivator? Like, what are you finding people use as that motivator to see that they need to shift 
their initial expectations for what this is going to look like as a process, but then like, how are they staying motivated through the process? Um, one thing that I've done for that is, is definitely digging deeper when I'm talking to them about their motivators in the gym and what their goals are. Mm-hmm. So if, if their main goal is physical and it's purely physical, I have to ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Mm-hmm. And when they find that why, when they're talking to me, you can see the spark light up like, oh yep. my God, you're right. I have these two beautiful kids at home and I need to be healthy to make sure that I can take care of them yeah. for the rest of their lives and yes. the rest of my life. So once you dig deeper and find that motivator, it really sparks something in them. Okay. And for me to continue to coach them through that and change that motivation to dedication. Mm. Once you're dedicated and you have the right routine down, your mind is in the best mindset for yourself. So you're done thinking about that physical aspect. You're done thinking, I need to lose 50 pounds. You're now thinking, I need to be healthy for my kids. I've now passed motivation and went into dedication and have a healthy routine. And that that physical part's going to come. You're going to see it. You're going to feel it. It's going to be wonderful. But now you have dedication. I love that. I love that. Dedication is such a deeper word. Even how I feel the word dedication in my body, motivation is like surfacy. Dedication feels like it's in my heart, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So with that, you are so consistent with your workouts. I see your posts. I see what you're doing. I find with, with habit change that consistency is perhaps the hardest thing for people sticking with something consistently and especially when they're not getting that automatic payoff they're not seeing that automatic physical result they might feel it before they see it how do you stay so consistent and what would you say to other people in terms of how you've been able to maintain your consistency and an advice you would give about being consistent i know it sounds a little cliche but i've i've turned it into a lifestyle it is my lifestyle now um Once you get into that area where it becomes consistent for you, it's hard to fall off because you don't feel right. So Mm -hmm. for me, through trial and error again, like I've just been doing, I used to go to the gym at night. I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I was less consistent when I did that for me personally. Mm -hmm. So I started waking up earlier in the mornings. So one, that's helped with my sleep as well. I make sure I go to bed at a decent time. (laughs) Um, Two, I don't have time to tell myself no. I set my alarm, it goes off. I'm like, hey, this is my routine. Why would I not do this? Mm -hmm. I get ready and I go to the gym. Once I'm at the gym, I'm like, I'm here. Like, I'm here, why am I not doing it? So I make sure I have a plan to follow because if I don't, I'm not as consistent. I have a plan that I'm following. I go to the gym. I know exactly what I'm doing. I feel great. My day has started out wonderful. So Mm -hmm. I've noticed that if I don't do that, there's a day where I either can't because I should be taking a rest day or, you know, something else is coming up because I do travel quite a bit back and forth from Dickinson to Bowman. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is... Monday where I can't do that, but I'm still waking up early. I definitely see a shift in my body, a shift in my mindset. I don't feel right. I get tired quickly throughout the day. Mm. So I feel like once you get into that perfect routine,
consistency just happens. So yeah. I would say definitely do trial and error. Make sure you try nine times, see if that works best for you, especially if you're a mom and you're mm. not sure what time of day is going to work best for you or when you can make it. Mm-hmm. Some people will do lunchtime. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just finding that perfect routine for you that helps you become consistent because your body gets so used to it mm. that it doesn't like when you don't do it anymore. Yeah, yes. Similar when you make healthier choices with food at first that seems like a big change but when you start to notice how much better you feel that becomes its own motivation absolutely and you definitely with your routine too say it's a day where I don't get up and go to the gym I find myself making less health conscious decisions throughout the day Mm -hmm. because my routine is off I feel different yeah but when I go to the gym and I stick to that routine I'm not going to eat unhealthy that day because I have more of a health conscious in the back of my mind. And definitely I always go by that 80, 20 rule. Anyways, Mm -hmm. if you're definitely craving something, have it, have one cookie, be done with it. Stop craving it. Stop hating yourself for craving it. Just eat 80% healthy. And that other 20% keeps your mind right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Life is too short to not have a cookie once in a while. Let's yeah. Be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've seen you transform your body over the last few years as I've been following you. And so I'm curious to know what is your favorite workout right now and how are you challenging yourself? So my favorite workout right now, um, I'm doing what's called functional workouts. So every other day, I'm doing a full body workout, which consists of compound movements. Okay. So For example, I'm going to go in and do sets of deadlifts, right into sets of bench press, and then a little bit of like accessory strength work, Okay. literally three times a week. So I'm doing full body workouts three times a week that's making me stronger. So it's building that perfect muscle for me. It's Mm -hmm. making my metabolism higher. I'm truly loving it. It's something different every day. Okay. And then on the days in between there, I give my body a nice break. I just choose a body part I want to work. And I do three exercises for that body part, but then I do mobility, which is Mm. really nice. Doing a lot of band work and foam rolling and stretching. And my body feels so good and it's loving it. Amazing. So, yeah. And then I can do some hit work if I want to. So a little bit of circuit work in there to get my heart healthy and keep that endurance up. Mm-hmm. And I find myself not being so exhausted as I was before doing like those split routines. Mm-hmm. So this functional work is really, really amazing. I've been following a great program from one of our trainers there at the gym and I just absolutely love it. That's so cool. And what else I think is cool about that is you did not say anything about having to be on the treadmill for hours and hours to get results. I jog right past the treadmill every time. Made that it as I go by. <laughs> you know, so when I grew up, you know, in the 80s and then the 90s, it was all, it was the cardio era, right? It was all yeah. about doing aerobics. It was about doing a ton of cardio. And one of the things that I notice after the holidays is that I see a lot of posts of people at the gym, on the treadmill, almost like they're trying to make up for their indulgences over the holidays. How do you, what do you, how do you speak to that mentality of, you know, that? I've definitely had people come into the gym with that recently. Okay. And I'm like, you can't, you, you cannot gain what they think they're going to gain 
from a couple days of indulgence. You right. just can't. Right. Even if you have all those extra calories, you're not going to gain five pounds of body fat. Right. It's just, it cannot physically happen. So, oh my gosh, you had one bad day. You know what? Put those calories to the test and go pick up a barbell and do something with it. Yeah. So, so make some muscle out of those extra calories that you just had. Um, celebrate those calories. Oh, I love so that. A lot of people think that all food is bad, but you know what? Go have some gummy bears and do some bicep curls. I mean, <laughs> those, those calories and carbs are actually good for you. Mm. They're not bad for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you good results if you eat them correctly. So yes. I would say people that have those those holiday feelings, um, especially somebody that came into the gym the other day, they're like, Chelsea, I had cookies, I had pie, I had this, I need to go get on the treadmill. And I'm like, absolutely not. Let me take you out on the floor. <laughs> I am going to put you through a nice workout. Let's get that heart rate system up and let's get your heart rate going and we'll get some strength training in. And they felt amazing they were glad I wasn't like oh my gosh you're so awful for eating that mm-hmm. I just said nope let's put that food to the test and see what we can do with it because it's energy so let's expand it yes I love that that's such an expansive healthy way of thinking that doesn't involve shame I think sometimes people think that they have to shame themselves and guilt themselves in order to get results and it's just not the case it's just not the case no. The more you can let go of that, the more you can actually alchemize those things into new muscle, into your new body, into your new mindset. (laughs) So I have one big question that I like to ask guests, and it's usually specific to our topic. So the question I have for you today is, what is one thing that you wish everybody could know about how movement could help them? One thing I wish everybody could know um, is definitely just in a whole what it can do for your health Mm. and your body, Um, especially if you do gain that muscle. It's it's good for your heart. It's good for your joints. It's good for your mind. It's good for everything internally, physically. Yeah, you're going to feel great and look great. but it can definitely take away from like your depression and anxiety. People with that don't realize that coming to the gym is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Your perception's going to change. Your mindset's going to change. You're going to take negative negativity into positivity. You're going to take I'm sad into happy. You're going to take I'm mad into glad. And a lot of people don't realize that until they start coming to the gym. So one thing I wish people knew was that your mindset isn't always going to be negative towards movement. Mm. It's going to become positive and your whole life is going to become positive because everything that's happening to you is positive from movement. There is no negativity that can come from movement. It's all positivity. And if you have that positivity from movement, you're just going to carry that on throughout your day. Oh my God, this person just honked at me because I did something wrong. Who cares? Yeah. My mindset's different now because movement truly helps with that. It really, really does. That's amazing and so powerful, and you are living proof of it. So what I'm excited to hear from you also is what's next for you? What What are the goals that you're pushing for or working toward? Um, right now I'm just working towards um, building my strength. A lot of people think, you know, oh, you're going to deadlift this much weight or you're going to do this, you're going to get bulky, but 
really I'm just getting lean muscle on my body to make mm-hmm. my metabolism higher mm-hmm. and just to make my heart happier. Yeah. Um, so I've been definitely doing like those functional workouts that I told you about, mm-hmm. um, researching more on the strengths so that I can help other women realize that, that strength is a possibility and it's actually best for you. Yep. Um, so, so for me, just continuing to work on my strength and building that muscle up for my metabolism so that I can help other people do that as well mm. and definitely help them get more time, get more time from the gym. So like, mm took 30 minutes and you did these strength programs instead of taking an hour and a half and doing these cardio programs that are actually making you lose muscle Mm -hmm. instead of gain that muscle that you're looking for to make that metabolism better for you. So you don't only get 1200 calories a day, you get 1600 because your body's going to burn that on its own with that muscle. So going forward, I'm just making sure that I can help other people with that and just keep researching it and keep doing it myself so that I can be an advocate for it. That's amazing. And I just thank you for everything that you've shared here today. Your story is incredible. What a transformation. And it's not, you know, the physical one is significant, but just the one that you've been able to experience emotionally, mentally, spiritually, socially because of movement is incredible. And I know that you're helping so many people and people are going to want to find you after hearing this podcast. So (laughs) share with us how people can connect with you and especially with you at the gym. Um, definitely. So at Anytime Fitness in Dickinson, um, I'm there Monday through Friday. You can call me. You can come in and see me. I can answer questions for you. You definitely don't have to be a member just to do that. I'm glad to help you. Um, I do have Facebook, Instagram. You can find me on there. I can definitely answer any questions that you have so that I can help there as well. Um, I do have some programming that I love that I can share as well for people, even if they're at home or if they're in a gym. So being able to connect with me through work or through social media would be perfect. Okay. And I'll be putting all of Chelsea's social media links in the show notes for you. So again, thank you so much for sharing this with us. I feel that this podcast could set so many people free and just help them to find that joy of lifelong movement and to stop seeing exercise as a form of punishment, but something that can truly leverage them into a better life in every area of their life, just like you have. So thanks for being with us. And if you're watching today, please comment, like, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell. If you're listening on your podcast app, I do appreciate those five-star reviews. And I will see you next time. When you think of your ideal life, do you ever think to yourself, man, I just wish I could have a completely holistic lifestyle. When I was first educating myself about more natural ways to live, there was one major emotion that I felt. Overwhelm. There was so much information, a lot of it was conflicting. There were so many products with lots of weird ingredients. There were so many things I didn't know that I should know, and I didn't know what I didn't know. And because of that, it took me a lot longer to increase my wellness and my quality of life and create the lifestyle of my dreams. This is exactly why I have created my new VIP 12-week one-on-one holistic lifestyle makeover. So in a world where it feels like we control so little, there really are so many things within your power to change, especially when it comes to your health, health and lifestyle. This experience is designed to take the guesswork out of the equation for you and to guide you in what you specifically need at this point in time to enhance your quality of life and create leverage in your health and wellness. Take advantage of the full depth of my growing body of work and my 25 plus years of experience in living a holistic lifestyle from a wide variety of perspectives, modalities, and challenges. 
As a VIP client, once a week, you're going to get to pick my brain on all things holistic lifestyle, aromatherapy, herbalism, toxicity, living closer to nature, grounding yourself, managing your stress, helping your family be healthier, building a resilient mindset, space clearing, sound therapy, spirituality, homesteading, permaculture, and so much more. This curriculum is flexible and customizable to your needs and your experience level. So I want to help you to take back your power and be your own hero and it would be my honor to guide you. Go to bit.ly slash VIP with Erin, that's all caps, to get yourself on my waitlist for this exclusive experience as I have limited space in my schedule and I'm only taking a small amount of clients for VIP coaching. That's bit.ly slash VIP with Erin, all caps. And if you are not sure if this experience is for you, let's jump on a free 15-minute discovery call together so we can explore how we might work together to get you the lifestyle of your dreams. You can go to bit.ly slash discover with Erin, all lower caps this time to book that call. And I can't wait to get you started. Well, everyone, that's our show for today. I am so grateful that you joined us. If you learned something or found yourself inspired, please subscribe to this podcast and rate us well. And if you are interested in even more tips and tricks about holistic living, go to prairiearomatherapy.com and join the apothecary inner circle by using the newsletter bar. Finally, if you found this information of benefit, I would be so thankful if you would share this podcast. I know that together we can help more folks live a holistic lifestyle with ease.